Hello, hope all of you are doing well. You're listening to the Coffee and Books podcast. My name is Scott. Hope all of you have been doing well. I just recently finished the book, The Last Wish, which is the first book in the Witcher series. Um, If you haven't checked it out, I had a couple of podcast episodes ago, the first sort of half of the book, which talks about differences between the Netflix series and book series and why I like both of them. They're both very different from each other. Uh, It's probably the first case of where I've seen in a long time where the book is so different from the actual television show. Um, I like, like I said, I like both of them. I think there's room for both of them. Uh, But the characters are very different in each novel and series. Um, I hope as they continuously develop the series uh, on uh, Netflix that it gets better and different. Uh, But the book series has also been very entertaining, and I'll probably read more of them in the future. Uh, But like I said, The Last Wish, we're going to kind of go over some of the characters. Um, Geralt, of course, is the witcher, the main character, the monster hunter. Uh, Yennefer is the sorceress who is hunting down a genie in the later part of the book, which explains the title The Last Wish. Um, And most importantly, we also meet Dandelion, who is the uh, (laughs) fabulous court singer who is very entertaining in my book. is one of the most entertaining characters. Um, In a Netflix uh, adaptation, we kind of meet him in uh, episode two, which is one of my favorite stories of the book, as well as the Netflix show. It tells the story of how Geralt meets uh, Dandelion, the, like I said, a singer who writes ballads about different people, and he decides that he would, once he meets the Witcher in a tavern, that he would like to follow him because he knows the Witcher has a story to tell, in particular about fame and glory, and he wants people to recognize that the Witcher's doing good in the world rather than him going to continue to be unappreciated. But in the series, we meet uh, a man who mysteriously goes up to the Witcher who basically says he needs help. He has found a monster, a devil, who is in his farmyard area, his land, and he pays Geralt, the Witcher, money to go get rid of him. And so they sort of don't believe at first that there is such a thing as a devil, which is very entertaining to me. You know, this is a monster hunting book, and the main character doesn't believe in devils, but he believes that there's something that's causing a disturbance, so he goes to investigate. Of course, Dandelion follows him, and then what leads to a very comical scene is that a half-man, half-goat with horns appears um, in the farm, and uh, he's, of course, stealing grain and food, and uh, he can talk, and the first thing he basically says to uh, Geralt is to fuck off. So I thought that was very entertaining. Um, in the series, um, in the Netflix, I should say, series, the adaptation is that this uh, guy kind of has like an alien-like face to him. Um, he's a monster. It's called a Sylvan. Um, it's very mythological, but basically this thing looks like a devil, and acts like a devil. It's very mischievous. Um, In a Netflix adaptation, um, he throws stones at the Witcher, even though the Witcher basically tells him that, you know, he needs to leave, that this is someone's property. The, uh, you know, creature won't leave, and they get into a fight, and then, of course, uh, the Witcher is knocked out, as well as Dandelion, by stones that were thrown at them. And then in the Netflix adaptation, they wake up, and they're tied, and they're bound together, and it turns out that there's a group of elves that were living there and that this uh, Sylvan has been 
feeding them. He's been giving them food, and then they talk about a great deal about displacement, about how the elfin world was displaced by the human world, and how the elves are starving and they, they can't learn. Um, it's too late that they, they're competing for the resources, for the food, for the land. And that, you know, uh, the Witcher basically has this amazing scene in the Netflix show where he says, you know, you can call me human, but I'm not human. I'm, you know, living amongst them, even though they call me a monster. And that leads to this high-spirited, high-tension where the elfin king is, you know, about to kill the Witcher. And there's this really tense moment of um, just staring at each other. And then, of course, they're let go. Uh, mainly because uh, Geralt, uh, the Witcher, convinces the elf, the elves that you know they should start over and start a new life, and that it was wrong to kill them. Uh, but in the book series, things are a lot different. So in the book series, it turns out that there is a spirit who was helping the elves as well as the humans to grow food and land, and that in the book series, what makes it very entertaining to me, of course, is that. Um, you know, in this show, it, it talks a great deal about how, you know, elves, you know, didn't get along with man and how they fought each other and how, you know, the man, you know, or humans claim superiority and turn the elves into slaves if they stayed. And the elves, you know, were just, they were fighting a w- losing war. And then, like I said, in a Netflix show, it was adapt to survive. Uh, but in the book series, it's a lot different in the sense that, um, instead of this moment where the you know the Witcher is humanized and says you know do not do not become you know what these humans fear, it's sort of like the there's this discussion still in the book about how the elves should start over, uh, but the elves don't want to do it, and it's a spirit that convinces them, and that the Witcher is just very fortunate in timing that before he died he was able to be released by the elves for they found the spirit that said that they should not do that instead. So I just thought that that was very entertaining. Um, and that there was more background to the story, of course. But what I, like I said, the, the small differences, the differences in the television show versus the differences in the book make all the difference to me. Uh, mainly that they're so different is and very exciting to compare the two. And what does the book get right? Or what does the television show get right? Either way, the idea that elves were displaced by the humans to me, I think, is something that's very relevant right now, especially in the Israeli-Palestine uh, conflict, about how people are, you know, you know, moved from their lands and what can be done about it, and that there are people there now, and you know, can the people ever live in peace? You know, this book does a good job of explaining about how maybe the best option for the group of people who were there and who maybe were you know homeless they could always start again they could always start a new land or you know go somewhere new uh, you know it, i know that that's not the way things work in real life but in the story they had a very good you know adaptation of well this is what happened and how these elves sort of overcame that obstacle and then in the real life maybe it's a lot more complicated than that but the idea, the comparisons, the stories, they still resonate, they still matter. So anyway, take it what you will. I thought the fantasy series was good. Um, Like I said, there's a lot of other short stories, stories about genies, dragons, uh, vampires, you name it. All of it's in this book. 
uh, book series, it sounds like. Um, even the title, picture of the book, has a picture of a dragon on it. So take that for what you will. Um, like I said, I give this book a 5 out of 5. I recommend it highly. Um, we'll see what happens in the future. We'll see if they continue to read it. Um, I would like to read the second book. We'll see. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to be starting a new book called uh, Germany, A Nation in Its Time. So another long one. Hopefully that one won't last as long as the Washington one. And uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, if you haven't already checked out the Witcher series on Netflix, be sure to do that and be sure to read um, and check out The Last Wish. All right. Thanks for listening.